0: from Bottom Line Technologies. Greetings. Welcome to the Payments Podcast. My name is John Gaffney, and I'd like to start this episode with a quote from a gentleman named Pascal Bornet. He's one of the leading thinkers on technology and author of the book Intelligent Automation. In it, he writes, and I quote, technology is built by people for people, and it needs to be as close as possible to people in order to better serve them. As technology applications advance, the winning applications will be those that are the closest to their users. This involves cultivating a deep understanding of the users and learning how to collaborate closely with them. Close quote. It's a good intro for our topic today and for our special guest. The topic is AP automation. Uh, As we know, adoption of -of state-of-the-art automation will bring immediate improvements in this area in efficiency and accuracy, In short, AP Automation gets the numbers right, but what about the people behind AP Automation? They have a part to play and a story to tell in the context of AP and AR Automation. And here to help us tell it, we have a special guest. Jamie Radford started the Accounts Payable Association in 2015 with a handful of LinkedIn contacts. Fast forward to 2023 and his group has grown to more than 50,000 AP practitioners all over the world. As he prepares for the group's annual APA conference in October, he's leading the evolution of the AP function with an emphasis on people. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you, John. It's a delight and a pleasure to be joining you today. And a delight to have you as well. Uh, I'd like to start with a quote from you now and it was on your LinkedIn profile. I love your take on AP professionals. Here's the quote, serving as the true backbone, not just the back office of every organization. We ensure the lights stay on and industries keep moving forward, close quote. So with that in mind, Jamie, tell us a little bit about the background of your organization and the function that it serves for its members.
1: Thank you, John. And yeah, so we started way back when, you know, I used to work in a lot of shared service center organizations. And as the quote says, you know, the accounts payable teams are the backbone. They're not not just the back office. And what I noticed way back when was that there was a lot of organizations that supported all of the groups within accounting and finance. So your accountants, your treasurers, your credit controllers had groups, institutes, associations but there was nothing, uh, especially in the UK, that focused purely on accounts payable and procure to pay. So I created what was then a LinkedIn group. Um, 200 of my friends, close colleagues joined me and we started to talk to one another about the challenges we faced in the world of accounts payable. Roll that forward two and a bit years, and that group had grown into the tens of thousands, and it is now fundamentally what the group is all pivoted around, which is called the Accounts Payable Forum. As you said earlier, John, you know that group now stands at well over fifty thousand individuals, social uh, individuals, and we represent all of the interests for the accounts payable what we now classify as profession. So we've been on a journey. You know, We've created what was once initially a small cohort or a small industry sector. We've grown over time and we've now grown into a membership which now represents not only professional members throughout the world, we also have certifications, courses, and qualifications, and we are delighted uh, again, as you mentioned earlier, John, to have our fifth annual conference this year, which is going to be the biggest in Europe. We've been told, um, and we're delighted to have so many professionals join us from around the world. Um, it's just going to be a phenomenal event.
0: So, I, I was very impressed by the uh, the, uh, the certification and the training that's available on the site and through your organization. Why do you think this is an urgent matter right now? Do you know what, what it is, um, I think, you know, let's be honest, over the last few years with,
1: you know, the different working environments, and I'm not going to use the the words of, of what we've been up to, but it's really shone a light on the wonderful world of accounts payable. We were thrown into the, the forefront of businesses where, and I, during my quote, you'll you have seen that, you know, we we do and we have literally kept the lights on and keep the 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 wheels of industry going so the reason why having a professional organization to represent accounts payable professionals is so important is that it's an unrecognized and unrewarded and if you like finding the voice of these individuals that work so hard to keep the the wheels of motion going so it's so important to have not only a professional body that represents them but actually to move them forward to give them careers, give them opportunities so they can progress. It, I mean, it's absolutely my honor to be sit at the front of the organization, but it's our members that make everything uh, worthwhile. And we have a motto here, John, that everything we do is for our members and by our members. So it's a big community organization that we run. And actually they are really just the most down to earth individuals, the most hardworking, but actually I'd say that I've, I've been sort of part of a lot of professional organizations. The accounts payable and procure to pay world are just the most professional organization I've ever belonged to. So, absolute
0: delight and pleasure to lead them, um, and it's growing. It literally is growing day by day. Yeah, I've noticed the same in in my uh, interactions, which aren't as great as yours, but uh, it is. It's quite a a professional crew. You know, Jamie, you mentioned your um, your event coming up um, among the agenda items. I think it's actually the first one, Jamie, the opening keynote by one Jamie Radford. Tell us, if you could, a little bit, uh, without telling us everything, about what you will sound in that speech. Yeah, so it's um, you're absolutely right. So
1: this year, it's the, it's the fifth uh, annual conference, but it's the first time that we're doing a gala dinner also. So I've been asked to put a, a, an opening uh, speech or talk together. And w- what we've decided to do this year is we've, we're going to talk a little bit about the evolution of, of the association of the APA. Um, if you look at where we've grown and where we got to, we started a group, we sort of carved out a sector we created an industry and we're now a profession what we're trying to do now is bring everybody with us so we want everybody to put their heads above the parapet we want people to overcome adversity we want people to look at where they have this feeling of imposter syndrome so my talk you know without giving away too much is all about that Feeling and that that sort of dedication that that motivation to put your head above the parapet and actually stay there and be belonging to that that professional world that we all sort of go on about and it's going to be an absolute delight, but more importantly, I'm hoping people are going to go in and start to support that. We have a an absolute packed agenda at this year's conference, but the start the start is really important where people can listen to not only what's going on for the professional speakers throughout the day but get a sense of worth, get a sense of being about
0: what it's like to be part of that brand new accounts payable profession. And when you look at that profession, what's your sense of what gets them excited in your group? And do you sense any frustrations?
1: Yeah, oh, frustrations is all. <laughs> it's, it's an odd one, John. It's, uh, frustrations always come to, to come to the boil, as they say in the UK, um, because it's such a challenging environment. So, you know, it's very transactional. Um, it's probably undervalued and underworth an awful lot of the time. Um, so frustrations can overspill. But actually, one of the things that you know I, I've noticed over the last few years is that because a light has been shone on it, the analytical skills, the 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 skills of the individuals and the people that work with the teams have really sort of come to a fore. So what what we're seeing now more so than ever is individuals really trying to promote their actual functions within their organizations, let alone in terms of the greater uh, challenges they face. And, And again, I know that we're talking more around technology today, but technology has been a big player in the world of accounts payable and it continues to do. And, you know, if I look back on my varied career of 30 plus years, um, I've seen a huge evolution within the accounts payable industry, and it continues to grow at such a pace. And actually, the individuals that work within our profession are keeping up with it. So we ultimately, not only are we tr- we are teaching the technical skills, we're now more importantly teaching the skills that it takes to actually keep up with the pace of technology as it moves forward.
0: Yeah. And with that in mind, um, you know, I think the amount of training and education and, as I said, certification um, from your organization speaks to is that this is an evolving role. Um, How do you think that evolution will affect not the not the members, but how do you think that evolution will affect some of the companies they work for?
1: Yeah. look Again, you know, go back to a few years back sort of uh, pandemic, organizations were looking to invest in tech and technology and automation and, you know, AI and all the good stuff. What's happened now is that I think organizations have realized very quickly That we can't do without the technology and the input and sort of the the support from tech packs so what what we're finding of organizations of all size from small medium through to large and enterprise is they are starting really to to move at a pace so it's not only about putting the technology packs in place and the solutions and the stacks but actually support the individuals that run these systems so what we're finding also is that people are becoming more decision makers so the accounts payable are absolutely making decisions. They're having a big part to play in the introduction and the influence of what solutions that they want to use going forward. So it's gone are the days to a certain degree where it's the done-to mentality. There is a little bit of that going on, but actually they're starting to build projects and you know building business cases on return and investment where they can actually see development of solutions that actually impact their jobs and gone are the. days is also, John, where I call it this sort of the, if you like, the uh, ostrich effect where you bury your head in the sand and worry about what technology is coming down the road. Actually, it's time to embrace. And we're seeing more and more people around the world embracing technology to move their roles and their organizations forward.
0: One of the things that uh, that intrigued me, Jamie, is that you just mentioned automation, and automation continues to find traction in AP departments. Um, we even have what you would call a special product for them, which is confirmation of payee, right? I mean, there's there's a new automation, a new technology that's going to help out. But how do you how do you see automation defining that role even further?
1: Yeah, I think the roadmap from from automation providers and technology providers um, are very much now more aligned than they ever have been to the world of payables. Um, when we, we looked at this five, 10 years ago, um, the, you know, the nature of OCR and all the, the tech that was coming out around automation was probably a little old hat, but actually the, the thought process around them was very good. What we're finding more so now, absolutely, is that if you like the roadmap of organizations and the people in payables, are very aligned to to the technology providers, so I think that you know the future of where we're going is people worry all the time about whether they're going to lose jobs whether you know robots are going to take their jobs i don't see that at all you know i've had a varied career of 30 plus years and yes people may realign their roles but i do absolutely value the upskilling the more analytical approach and that's what we're seeing more and more and i think the you know the industry itself is it's needed within the industry because the challenges we face are not only the transactional challenges we face but also the fraud, unfortunately. So horrible word to say, but we've got to have a look at different ways that we can combat fraud. And one of the greatest ways to do it is look at automating all the mundane parts of the process and actually improving and adding value to an already complex process.
0: Yeah, agreed. So one of the other hallmarks of uh, your, your organization's approach centers around resilience, tell me if you could what that means in the context of AP Automation. Yeah. I, I, again, you know, I, I, it's, it's a, a, a challenge that we face. Let's
1: be honest. That on a on a on a pin or on on a, on a circle, we sort of two and a bit years, three years ago, we decided as you know, as entire payables uh, profession, that we all had to suddenly work from home overnight, literally overnight. Um, take your laptops, take your PCs, take your two or three monitors back to. Uh, very strange environments where we were connecting connecting via sometime unstable internet connections and VPNs. Resilience to us in the accounts power world, especially around automation, is making sure that not only the tech is fit for purpose, but actually the hardware is as well. So heaven forbid we have to do what we had to do two and a half and three years ago, but actually I think we're in a better state. We We now know that we can do it. The trust element of running accounts, payable teams are there, the reporting, the data is there. But when it comes to automation, have we really made sense are we really putting the training and effort into our teams to make sure they fully understand and get in the real benefits that's where i'm seeing more and more people are focusing their attention that the resilience side is not only about if a a horrid thing happened again but where can we improve where does the business where can we get the true value and the strategic value from an organization as a payables function working with tools such as automation
0: well said, I, you know, I should tell our audience at this point that I was, uh, I was walking up with Jamie to some of the six pillars that his organization centers around. Those six pillars are organization, people, AP function, resilience, sustainability, and technology. So Jamie, we fit on a, a few of these in our conversation so far. Let's zoom back out. Let's look at this six part approach from a more macro orientation. How'd you come up with these six pillars and what are the implications of them for your memberships?
1: Yeah, good. Great question, John. I mean, again, so we, we have a, a, a global proj- uh, a product which we call the quality program. So it's the APAQ. And it recognizes organizations at a macro level that invest in their, not only their individuals, their people, but also their technology and ultimately wants to be known as best practice and continually improving what they do as a function. So the six core pillars represent everything that a payables function would do. So not only on an individual level, where they're developing skills, they're investing in the training and support of the individual, but then a process, making sure their processes uh, processes are not only fit for purpose, but they're continually developing and making sure that they are investing the time and effort to move their function forward. When it comes to the tech stack and, and sort of the technology that they already use the challenge with a lot of businesses is they've inherited technology so to move things forward we ask them to continue to develop go out look at other businesses go and look at other technology solutions so do your education and when it comes to the other area which is the resilience the sustainability this is where we really want to make sure that um, in the UK we have a, a big uh, challenge at the moment around the ESG agenda, where we really are looking at the environmental, the social, and the governance area. And I know that probably for the for the viewers and the listeners in the in the states, you've been well used to you know the, what we would classify as socks, US socks, in the UK not so much but we are having new legislation come down the road. We're calling it the UK socks, so we're following suit, but actually it's where we are going to be held more accountable for best practice, making sure we've got documented processes, and very importantly, that we're following those because we're training them. So the six core pillars of the Quality Programme is all about sort of making sure that you're on point, you've got documented processes, procedures, your teams are trained, your systems are fit for purpose, you've got an ESG agenda that you're working towards. And actually, once you perform and you achieve that accreditation, which is a national accreditation through ourselves, That more importantly, in the second year, you start to continually improve. So you're making sure that your organization are getting true value from the payables world.
0: Last question, Jamie, and I'd like to end by looking into the future, if that's okay. Um, What would you like to see from your membership over the next one to three years? What do you think will continue to drive this evolution of AP Automation? Yeah, look, I think it's the people,
1: I'll be honest with you. You know, if you look at any time you implement uh, an automation or a solution, um, look at the people and the process first. You know, it's a core part of what we teach here in the UK and around the world, you know, Don't try and force a bad process into a system and accept the system or the automation tool to fix things. Look at the people, look at the solution, the the processes around your business. Make sure that both of those are fit for purpose. Far too often we see Badly trained individuals, people that have not, the businesses have not put their fully support into the individual. So we're hoping that, yes, okay, we're, we're an association, we have membership and we have products that train people, and we'd love everybody around the world to come and look at our award-winning products and solutions. But actually, if there's something local, make sure you're putting your time and effort into training your people. And then if you look at sort of the processes make sure the processes align to the strategic goals of your organization. If it's uh, you know, a challenge of no PO, no pay, do you have the, per- the person at the very top the C-suite who is supporting you with that challenge of making sure that all your suppliers are aware that if there's no purchase order, There's no payment. And then lastly, when you go into the solutions area, make sure the first two are very well embedded and then have a very good, strong relationship with your automation or your systems providers. Make sure that their goals and their roadmap align to yours and make sure that you're always documenting what you're doing on a journey to continuous improvement. So for the future, my vision, my my wants, before I sort of retire into the sunset at some point, is to make sure everybody gets the true value of payables, understands what they do, how difficult it is day by day, but more importantly sees the true value of what they can achieve for the future. That's the vision, that's what we're gonna work towards, and that's where I do honestly believe the evolution will come. More technology will come down the road as it always does, Let's not fear it. Let's not put our head in the sand. Let's welcome it. Let's make sure we're moving forward. And let's get that recognition that all our other colleagues get. Let's make sure payables are a voice of the future.
0: That's the kind of detail I think that, rec- that separates your organization from some other professional organizations. That was extremely well said. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Payments Podcast. My guest has been Jamie Radford, founder of the Accounts Payables Association. Jamie, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for taking today. All right, and until next time, we are available on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Thanks for joining. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.